I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And uh, we're also joined by Wes Bryan from IT Pro TV. You there, Wes? I am. Hello. Uh, great to uh, be able to see people out there. Uh, how's uh, Connecticut? Connecticut is, you know, cold and dreary as usual. Um, <laughs> not as nice and warm and sunny as Florida. Oh, yeah, definitely. Ah, there he is. Yeah, so we, we our, our little test worked here. Wes, is, you actually get yeah. to see the edutainer on our Facebook Live feed. Uh, Wes Bryan from IT Pro TV. He comes on every month. And talks with us about you know a little upper level technology, trying to show you guys you know some some uh, some of the inside information or inside baseball as to how to get into technology. If you want to get trained up, IT Pro TV can do it. And uh, it, we have a thirty percent discount if you go over to computertalkwithtab.com. You sign up through that, and uh, you can get a guy like Wes to help you out. Now Wes has got a he's he's on camera all day long, so he knows what he's he looks good, right? <laughs> so. So, so Wes. Yeah, this isn't actually the studio you would see at IT Pro TV. This is my home studio. <laughs> right, right. So let's talk about what we were going to talk about today: networking. Right. I mean, getting oh, the yeah. the nuts and bolts of networking. What networking is? What a packet is? Why does it have quote unquote weight? You know, or even QoS or uh, you know what's it called? Um, uh, Nutrient Net- service. There's, it, yeah. it's, they're all over the stack <laughs> when you look at the, like the TCP/IP model. Right. <laughs> So when you're talking about like a network plus certification, you would get into all these types of things, correct? Oh, yeah, most definitely. You know, even from the basics, uh, you know, when we why would we even be talking about things like weighted communications? Why would we talk about, uh, you know, things like VLANs? You know, kind of has to start at the beginning, like mm-hmm. you said, and talking about how the data is formulated. Uh, you know, what uh, encapsulation, you have to learn about that, you know, the uh, OSI model and understanding what a frame is and the difference between a frame, a packet, and a segment, you know, because depending on where you are in the uh, the proverbial stack, as they say, OSI, TCP, IP, pick your model, um, things are going to happen a little bit different, you know. So, for instance, you talked about weighting traffic. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that can happen, you know, many different uh, technologies can do that. Uh, IP can do that. And where IP and Ethernet networks are so closely tied and so common, uh, you have things like uh, class of service, you know, all these different things, you know, and, and through, throughout the years, you know, they find something would be limita- uh, limiting mm-hmm. uh, due to things like the bit size that's within the 
frame structure so they came out with other things that would expand uh, how you could you could basically give a quantitative measurement of what's going on with the different types of traffic uh, like differentiated code service point, I think is one big crazy one that really <laughs> comes down to the fact that we have, uh, you know, uh, going back to traditional networks, you know, a, a file, think of a file transfer. A file transfer could happen slow, and that's perfectly fine, but what it can't happen or what it can't tolerate is a packet loss. We have to make sure we get that information uh, in the proper order. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have things like, you know, TCP, Transmission Control Protocol, to help us do this. Uh, but, you know, for a long time now, and this isn't just anything new, but for the last 20 years, we've had all kinds of what they call these converged networks. And a converged network just simply means, um, you know, one that's carrying data, one that's carrying voice, one that's carrying uh, uh, video as well. Right. And these three different types of traffic, uh, they don't play the same way within, you know, within our networks. And um, that's one of the things that we have to keep in mind. Like, for instance, voice over IP. Voice over IP, um, it needs really, really fast service. I mean, it needs to get to the endpoint as fast as possible. But Mm -hmm. what it can tolerate, unlike traditional traffic, is we can tolerate some packet loss. Just go ahead and don't worry about it, but just get me there fast. Uh, So you have to be able to carve out these communication types and service types off of your network, look at what's going on with the communication, and then what you can do is you can tell your switches today, Hey, I want you to pay attention to this traffic, and I want you to say, okay, you know what? We can take that traffic, and we can only give it 12% of our overall throughput, you know, how much we're pushing across the network. Uh, but what I don't want you to do is tolerate any packet loss, you know, and mm-hmm. we could do something like FTP, or even you're not really using FTP. Obviously, it's going to be an SSH tunneled FTP. But even even still, you know, the point's the same. But when you look at that voice over IP traffic that's coming over our voice networks, I need you to prioritize that, give that, you know, 80% of our network bandwidth and go ahead and if packets are dropped, don't try to, don't try to re you know, reassemble everything and throw it back on the uh, network. So, you know, um, weighted communications really, really help our network. Right. Now, Wes. And they happen at uh, the layer two of the OSI model or the data link layer. And it's, important to understand concepts like that to know where our switches work, you know, because we can also do this at the IP layer, and that brings in a, another discussion in and of uh, itself. So the, the other thing about this, so that's all within your network. You're trying to prioritize that traffic coming in the last, not the last mile, but the last inch, right, getting right to your 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 person that's going to hear that converted IP packet into analog sound. When you're getting your, your SIP service, your voice over IP service from Albuquerque, some you know some service in Albuquerque, all that traffic has to be prioritized across the internet so that it gets back to your network and then is then prioritized as well. So you got to hope the whole thing looks at each packet differently and says, okay, Eric wants to be able to hear somebody. I got to make sure that QoS signal is high and it's coming down the pike nice and fast, correct? And that's out of your control in many cases. It, it really is. And one of the great things about that is, you know, when you talk about WAN communications versus WAN communications, mm-hmm. it's a whole different game in, in and of itself. And, and I know you all know this because you've had to support networks that weren't just in the same location on-prem, right. uh, spanning many, many different geographical, physical locations. But that's one of the great things with uh, the layer, as I've heard it quoted, I thought it was funny if, you, if you're – I know a lot of your listeners out there and now viewers, hello everybody, uh, <laughs> know what the layers of the OSI model is. I like that technology called the Layer 2.5 technology, right, MPLS, multi-protocol uh, layer switching, yep. uh, because it does. It can be 
uh, some of these upper layer protocols that we need to um, use can run right over NPLS, and it's very, very fast because we don't have to have the uh, overhead of the routing and the processing because you're working with two virtual, kind of like a virtualized tunnel, almost like a VLAN, which is still local area networks. But point to point, uh, or the, the point is it's a virtual point to point link over this, you know, mesh type fabric. And uh, it can produce very, very high-speed networks. You have to be aware of things like Sonic, the asynchronous optical networking, uh, and that's where we get in the channelized services. And you, you know, you you want that dedicated bandwidth, you're going to pay for it. And it's usually channelized. Doesn't matter if you're here in the states or if you're over in the UK. Uh, everybody has their different standards. But at the end of the day, it's how much of that slice of pie do you want to pay to have a dedicated bandwidth that's reserved for your company and nobody else. And usually, that's going to be buckets of money. And the amazing thing here is, you know, just even what we're doing with Wes on our little Facebook broadcast here. I mean, he's sitting there in Jacksonville. He's on a Facebook page. He's, he's, he's broadcasting through his network. It's coming into an aggregate connection on my little crappy laptop here behind me, <laughs> all right, connected to a network cable here in the studio. And then the audio is going over cell phone because we can't do computer audio. So that's analog, believe it or not. <laughs> And we're mixing the analog and video, video signals together, and it's lining up pretty well. I mean, when, when Wes moves his I mouth. I have to say, Eric, you and I don't know what you guys got on your network. Uh, I don't know if there's a little voodoo somewhere back there, but <laughs> man, what you guys are doing, it sounds really, really good. You know, And that's another thing, you know, back to your viewers, and I'm sure many of you can relate. You know, When everything's on the network, it's going fine. Nobody complains and nobody says much. But right. boy, the first time that network hiccups a little bit, everybody's going to let you know. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. And that's, and that's the issue with technology these days in our business. When I started this business, when I had actually a lot of hair, each person just had a computer. And that, that's it, man. And their problems were minor problems. Like they couldn't get on the local network. Everything. I got a hard drive failure occasionally, a bad switch. Now everyone's connected. Literally, their toothbrushes are talking to their, their internet. And they're, they, they're, if, if they're their app wasn't updated to tell them they didn't brush their teeth long enough. They call us. Hey, how can you get my network to see my toothbrush better? I mean, it's literally that crazy out there these days. So now all of our customers are five times the trouble. It's not just their local network. It's their home network. It's everything. So that's why we need more geeks out there to get trained up on this technology to join us. We, we need, we're so shorthanded when it comes to technology people in this country. It's, it's crazy. Um, so Guys like uh, Wes over at IT Pro TV can explain this stuff. I know what he just talked about probably kind of made your hair hurt a little bit, <laughs> but but they they break it down into snippets. Like they, I've taken a couple of courses I'm uh, with these guys, and they've done a great job. They break it down into snippets so you can kind of digest it, snippet by snippet, and you can go back and review it. And it's it's it, it gets you the understanding of what's going on. So, you, so it's not magic anymore. A lot of people think what we're doing here is magic. They have no clue what goes behind it. But these IP packets and the networking itself is the key here. Is there anything about the network plus that you can kind of bring up, Wes? Like, is there a is there a base starting point? Should you know something before you jump into a network plus certification? It's not required. Okay. Uh, it isn't, uh, but it is recommended uh, to have at least an A-plus background uh, if you're following along in what CompTIA calls their core uh, track, mm -hmm. A-plus, plus Security Plus, because yeah. you'll, you'll get introduced to some basic networking concepts that you're going to be required as far as the, uh, what's required to pass the exam, but they won't get too heavy on it. But kind of putting your foot, you know, your toe in the water. Uh, and then when you get into Network Plus, uh, that you know, it, it kind of helps to backfill that information. Keep in mind that's just a recommendation. But if you don't have some of the prerequisite knowledge, uh, you're going to have to add a little bit more studies, you know, to uh, your uh, journey. 
Right. Now, as far as new technologies coming out and, and what you guys are talking about as far as getting people trained up, um, do you guys go to the levels of Python and analytics and all that kind of stuff yet? Have you gotten to those types of levels? Yeah. In fact, uh, we do have some things uh, on our roadmap coming up that are going to be more uh, in-deep analytical uh, type approach. For instance, right now, uh, not not currently something that I'm doing. I'm doing uh, uh, cloud, you know, because uh, that is a big thing. And I would say people need to pay attention to things like uh, the cloud. And uh, I'm currently uh, into uh, Microsoft Azure Fundamentals. So we're uh, talking a little bit about Azure. Mm -hmm. uh, I would say with some of these technologies with networking, definitely pay attention to uh, some of the major trends uh, that, that have been around, things like IoT, what makes IoT work, uh, events, uh, event grids, you know, uh, messaging, and, uh, and doing these things at scale. Uh, and, again, it's, it's not just a basis of knowing just the protocols and just the specifications and terminology. It's also being able to apply what you've uh, learned and also synthesize it as well. Yeah, very good. Wes, we do appreciate you coming on your, uh, your Memorial Day weekend here to talk yeah. tech with us. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. This is fun. In fact, uh, I got a little bit of New England uh, uh, Southern style down here. I've got an eight-pound Boston butt on the smoker. Uh, put it on there at five, uh, five in the morning this morning, so it should be good. Oh, okay. Nice. I'm working on a pulled pork myself. Very good. <laughs> All right. Well, Wes, great to great to have you. Thank you again for joining us. We'll have you again uh, uh, next month, and we'll talk about technology and how folks like IT Pro TV can get more geeks here in Connecticut, like we need. And uh, if you want to sign up and get get connected to IT Pro TV, go to computertalkwithtab.com. There's a link over there. It's a thirty percent off discount. We're just doing it to get more geeks. It's purely for that reason. How many more geeks can we get in Connecticut? And if IT Pro can help you do it, that's why we got it there, and that's why we do these segments. So, thank you very much, Wes. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. Have a great Memorial Day weekend. Looking forward to the next call. Yeah, very good, sir. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. The famous Wes Bryan joining us. And, uh, you know, we're excited that that worked, and it was cool to do it. And uh, it's great to have Wes on talking about technology. And I know it, like the stuff we talked about there was a little bit advanced, but you need to know how this stuff works. Yeah. You've got to know it. And the way that they present this material really helps because you – you get when he talks about models and frameworks, that's like a strategic way of approaching the topic. Exactly. And they teach you that way so they don't burden you with details right off the bat that right. clouds the whole subject. And then as time goes by, then you fill in the details and then everything starts to make sense. Very good. We're going to step out for a quick break. Get back to you more of your calls. Andrea, Jan, and two lines open for you. 860-522-9842 is the number. We'll be right back. This is Computer Talk. Get online. We'll help you out on this uh, Memorial Day weekend. And uh, you know, keep in mind why we're off on Monday. You know, it's a lot of sacrifice uh, from a lot of folks um, fighting for our freedom. So keep that in mind. Let's go to your calls. We're going to go to Andrea in Southington next. What's happening, Andrea? Oh, okay. So I have a Dell computer and an HP printer. All right. And I'm trying to scan a document and it says to scan to computer, visit 123.hp.com slash setup and download software. Okay. 
but I'm not sure that I really understand. Like I've been able to scan before. So I don't know what's going on. And it gets me a little nervous going into these sites, even <laughs> right. though it's one that they recommended right off the printer. Well, it is on their domain, so it's their website. Mm-hmm. 123.hp.com is the HP company. There's nothing okay. sketchy about that website. It's kind of a weird way of getting you to go to the site, mm-hmm. but there's nothing bad about it. What I've confronted a few times with some of these HP printers is that they really want you to use their cloud service. Because they want to count how much scans you do well, and what that, you're doing and that what and Andrea's recipe is, and they want to have a nice whatever that is you're scanning. That, and they want, well, they're, they're trying to have a capability to print from the Internet to your printer at home. Right. But I would follow that link and do what it tells you. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I wouldn't even think about it twice. Go ahead and do that, Andrea. You'll be good. Okay. All right. Let us know. We're here till 11. If something goes wrong, if something blows up, we want to know. Okay, thank you. You got it, Andrew. Have a good holiday. You too. Bye-bye. All right, guys, so stick around. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. Three lines open for you, 860-522-9842. Everything we talked about is posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. If you like us at Tab Computer Systems, every one of our uh, links will get into your news feed, as long as you're not in Australia. Um, and Mike G is posting that live for you guys during the show. We'll be right back. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And uh, we're here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, 860-522-9842. And I wanted to remind you guys that the National Memorial Day concert is is going to be playing on Sunday, May 29th, on PBS. It is a worthwhile concert to watch. Uh, check it out. The great thing about being a musician and being able to play my horn for folks is that we are constantly are able to honor 
um, our military folks uh, with our concerts. And we're, we're it's it's the greatest thing I'm telling you to to see these guys stand up during their during their songs or, or their their uh, service songs is just. It's moving, and it's it's a it's a pleasure to be able to play it at my little silly level. Um, but these guys here in the national uh, for the national concert are amazing. That Memorial Day concert is is always amazing to watch, and it's well done. So check it out on PBS between eight and nine thirty on Sunday. All right, let's get to your calls. We're going to go to Jan in Bristol. She's been waiting a long time. There. Hey, Jan. Hi. Good morning. Morning. What's up? Um. Okay. So email from an Outlook.com account mm-hmm. to a Gmail.com account, yep. all of a sudden stopped working. So it's, it worked fine up until a couple of weeks ago, and now all of a sudden when I send an email from an Outlook.com account to another person at their Gmail account, it comes back and it says your message wasn't delivered because the recipient's email provider rejected it. And we've gone through all the things. I'm I'm in his contacts. I'm not blocked. Um, I, it just hmm. Well, out, Google clearly doesn't like you. Yeah, no kidding. And, and <laughs> I mean, I go through this with Apple and Gmail and Gmail and Microsoft. I mean, the whole nine yards. It, it's pathetic that the big boys can't play nice together. <laughs> yeah, it is unusual. So, are you sending an attachment or just email? Nope, nope. I and I've done. Um, I've done just a test. I've done, um, you know, I mean, I started out with an actual email that asked a question of this mm-hmm. person, and then it came back. Um, Does the question have the word COVID in it? No, I'm just kidding. No, uh. no. It's, <laughs> no. Um, it's saying that it it's regarding, because it's got something in it regarded as spam. Mm-hmm. Is there a link? Nope. There's There are no links. No, nothing. I mean, it was a a question. You know, I was asking, I'm I'm trying to update a a database, and it was a question about if somebody had updated an email address or phone number. And it came back, and it said, remote server, message blocked because it it contains content identified as spam. And I've I've sent a completely different email. Yeah. You know, we did test. Two, three, four, five. Mm-hmm. You know, after he had made changes or looked at you know his settings and stuff like that, we can't figure it out. So, is it every email is being blocked? Yeah. Okay, because I have seen stories of some certain text or certain characters in certain phrases within these um, email systems actually are weirdly blocked by accident. Remember, Gmail's reading your mail, um, mm-hmm. so you know yeah. it's it's. That's what's going on. So we have we have seen that, and, and there's actually a whole story about the different the different uh, phrases you can try to type in and be seen as as uh, blocked. Why this one account is blocking you really comes down to his account. I don't know that we have any way to override it. I have him create another Gmail account. Um, that might be a way to to offer a, an option for you. Well, um, while I was on hold, I thought, well, why don't I send, because I have a Gmail account also as well as a no. Mac.com. Oh, account. okay. Yeah. And I was going to try to send it to me, but I'm sitting here on my phone in my truck and I wasn't able to. Right. I just wasn't able to do it. Or send it um, from, from your Gmail account to his, Gmail to Gmail. No, I can, that, that's fine. I can send it from my Mac account. I can send it from my, um, I'm pretty sure I can send it from my Gmail account. It's just this, his Gmail account doesn't like the Outlook. But I was going to try to send from the Outlook to my Gmail 
and see if it gets rejected there. Maybe it's just um, well, maybe it is the sender. Well, um, I would tell you. To, uh, well, my first instinct is to tell you to stop fighting City Hall and just send it from the thing that works. Um, and not, yeah, but it's a it's a it's a it's an organization account. Ah, so yeah, doing that all the time would drive you nuts. Yeah, yeah, and I don't want it all mixed <clears throat> in with my own personal email. Well, I have enough stuff that I have to deal with there. Yeah, in this case, it's his side that's the problem, not yours. Right. But I believe so. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to offer a suggestion hmm. that's along the lines of what Eric was talking about. I'm wondering if you have a signature in your Outlook.com account. Hmm. Oh, I do. And that signature may contain a phrase or a character or something that, like Eric was talking about, where it's getting blocked. So it doesn't matter what you're typing into the body of the message or the subject you're typing in. It's content in the signature that might be... That's a good uh, idea. I, it's just an idea. I don't know if it's the case. So I, I'll send. I'll I'll take the signature out completely, mm-hmm. and then it send one because that's just. But that's great. So so we deal with this, this junk all the time, um, and yeah. when it's our clients yelling about the uh, their recipient not receiving their message from them, and they want us to fix it, it's like, look, I can't help their system, okay. right? Um, but that could be a, a solution. That is really. That's cool. I, I think it That's is probably. I, I, I think I, Dennis I, is on to something. It just happened like a couple of weeks ago because it's been going through fine. So here's the thing. <laughs> like I said earlier, the reason Algorithms Dennis, change. Yeah. In the old days of computers, when we were telling you not to update your computer for like a year, everything yeah. stayed constant and we could actually deal with it. Like your, your computer looked the same. Your computer is updating every every week the software is updating every week the mail system's updating constantly so all these variables are changing literally every day so don't look at it and think your computer's your refrigerator it is not it is a completely psychotic multi-personality psychotic (laughs) yeah psychotic is what i would have to use it's not it's not your friend it is not your friend so it changes constantly like one day that's happy i mean if you're married long enough, you get the same thing there. One day the, yeah. the computer's happy, one day the wife's happy, one day she's not. Same thing. But no, the computer changes constantly, and and that's what's happening here. So I think I think Dennis is on to something. Okay, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try those two things. I'm gonna try changing the the um, or just completely deleting the signature. Yeah. Um, and seeing if that'll go through, and I'll also try sending it to my own Gmail account. Right. And see if it gets rejected there. Right. If it does, um, that's that. I think you're Dennis even more onto something, and you're going to call us and let us know next week, right? Yes. All right. Yes. Thank absolutely. you. Absolutely. This Thank is a good you one. So much. Yeah. Good luck, Jen. Mm-hmm. All right. Take care. All right. Bye bye. Wow. I think we might have, we might have solved her. Solved something. Go to. Can I go to um, Atlanta, Georgia? Uh, uh, I can't. So Scott, hang on. Carolyn says we have to go to a break first. We're going to go to a break, and then we're going to get back to Scott's question out down there in Atlanta. We'll be right back. All right, we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Let's get right to your calls. We're going to go to Scott down there in hot Atlanta. What's going on, Scott? I, uh, I was listening to your show earlier, and the, uh, the uh, man that called in about uh, Comcast, and he was wanting to put a router in each room. He wanted a modem, a modem in each oh, room. Modem. Yeah, I mean a modem in each room. Yeah. Uh, his solution might be use Mocha. I, I have Comcast, and... Uh, of course, I know in the last two gateways, Mocha is built in. He may have to go into settings and turn it on. 
So, you know, you only need one adapter for each. Like, I only have one adapter. I needed uh, a good signal in my basement. Yep. And uh, so I get the same speed downstairs that I get upstairs um, using Mocha, you right. know. And I don't know why more people don't use it for networking in the house because most all houses that's been built in the last, I don't know, 30 or 40 years has, uh, you know, cable ran in the walls. Yeah, and, uh, Mocha, Mocha is the best solution I've had, and like I say, one adapter's like now he would have to buy an adapter for each room if he wants, you know, if you don't want to use a, a router. The way right. I have it in my house is uh, in the basement. I put one adapter, you know, and uh, then put a router on that that adapter. And, right. Uh, so you adapted good- you adapted from the cable connection, the RG RG uh, forty whatever it's called, the RG six, and you adapted to Cat six. And then you turn on Mocha, so it broadcasts yeah. across the the uh, the cable line. Right, uh, Mocha is built into the to the Comcast gateway, you know, gateway router. Yeah, you know what? That is kind of a that's a neat little low tech solution kind of thing. It's that might uh, work. And Scott. The speed, you know, the speeds travel great. The only problem I've ever had it was I was setting it up in one house, and it was an old house, and it had had like AT and T, Comcast, several. So some of the rooms was still on uh, some other carrier besides uh, Comcast. So, you know, I mean, it's got to be the Comcast plate, you know. Right. He, he, but, uh, All right. you yep. know, that's usually not a problem. But like I say, Mocha is a great networking solution. It's better than Powerline because you get the same speeds and, it's you know, it's clean signal and all. But anyway, I just thought I'd let you know. So. No, that's a great That's thing. a great suggestion. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for listening down there, and thank you for the idea and calling in. We appreciate it, sir. All right. Thanks. Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye. So he's right. I mean, that's a doesn't cross our mind. We don't see it a lot. Right. It's Yeah. But Mocha is something that's kind of built in. We can put a link up to what it is. I'm sure we'll do that for you guys so you kind of know what he's talking about. And, um, yeah, it's old school. But like he said, he's done it. He's It's worked for him. So let's move on to uh, Joe in Berlin next. Let's hook in there, Joe. Yeah. Uh, my wife has a, a, an older uh, laptop, and he kept saying working offline. So uh, I got a new uh, office home and student, and I uh, loaded that. But now how do I hook up uh, Outlook uh, so uh, we can get uh, emails? Well, who are you using for email? Uh, Comcast. All right. All right. What I, I'm going to make a couple suggestions. Number one, in Outlook, um, there's a way to – there is a way that you can turn make Outlook go offline. You can toggle it, and it's possible that this has been accidentally triggered. I've actually seen this in the real world, mm-hmm. where for some reason Outlook goes offline, and all you have to do is click the button and make it go online again. I the, tried that. The other thing to do would be to look at your uh, email settings. And uh, we can provide you uh, email setting. You said for Comcast. Comcast. Yeah, we can f- we can find out what those email server and port settings are. Right. So you got to set okay. up your your sending and receiving um, configurations for Comcast. Yeah, and you would have to. What you do is you go into Outlook, you click on File, you click on Account Settings, and then click on Account Settings again. Right. You have to do it twice. Don't know okay. why. 
You have to do it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, on the line for the email account, double-click it, and then you should be able to get in and, and change those settings. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, got another question. Uh, I got a Pioneer receiver. Nice. And how do I get um, Odyssey uh, to show up on that? How old is this Pioneer receiver? Uh, a couple years old. Hmm. How do you get Odyssey to show up on that? So you're going to play it from your from your phone and tell your receiver to listen to it. Um, you would do that through a Bluetooth connection. Uh, well, I it, they there's they list uh, uh, see Chromecast, Spotify. Uh, there's like five or six different uh, services, uh, but I'm not sure how they get uh, Odyssey on it. Right. I would think there's a way for you to have your app and your phone talk via Bluetooth to your Pioneer receiver, so it can listen to any audio you have on your phone. Like a Bluetooth speaker would, right? Yeah. So I really don't want to use the phone. Right. You originally used the phone? Is that what you just said? I said I, I really do not want to use the phone. Oh, you did uh, not want to. Oh. Uh, you could go get yourself an Echo Dot, and then you could even connect it with an auxiliary cable. Yeah. And then oh, you'd okay. configure your Echo or Alexa account. Um, and sorry about setting off everybody's... Echo dots that I just did, <laughs> right. uh, but anyway, you would uh, you would set that up to get the Odyssey skill mm-hmm. for the Echo, and then uh, away you go. Okay, yeah. Okay, all right, Joe. Thank you very much. Yeah, you got it. Thank you. I want to thank all you guys for joining us on this Memorial Day weekend, and I hope you have a great one. And I want to thank Wes Bryan from IT Pro TV for making an appearance. Uh, He'll be back next month. Making an appearance, literally. Yep. If you guys want to catch it, it it definitely is something you can go on WTIC's Facebook page, and you'll see the recording. I want to thank Carolyn for producing, Mike G for posting everything over at our uh, Twitter and Facebook accounts. Yes, we are now posting to Twitter. It's getting a little better until we found out they were stealing your 2FA information and selling Uh-oh. it. Oh. Um, but we want to thank you guys for, for being with us. Stick around. Dr. Alessi is up next. And remember, we want you to be geeks too. And we hear Red Sox is on. Dr. Alessi's off. See you next week. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. 
Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.